Get deeper insights on the news from inside sources. Well, at a time when China is front and center on a lot of people's minds, both in government and in business, we're really thrilled to have joining us on the program today, Professor Peter Chan of Brigham Young University. He's an adjunct associate professor at McKay School of Education. Uh, and of course, BYU has a, a great uh, China conference uh, that is a uh, an important conversation and exposes students to uh, the influence of China. Uh, they have exceptional speakers and uh, all kinds of uh, insight in terms of what it takes uh, to understand that. That part of the world and society a little bit better. And uh, Peter, it's so great to have you on the program today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Good to be here. Well, let's, let's start with just a little bit of background about the BYU China Conference. Tell us just a little bit about that. So this event started in 2015. A couple of years before then, I was invited to uh, some China-related conferences at Harvard University and Cornell University. One thing that impressed me very much is that when I went to these universities, the events were totally organized by students. And so when I came back, I was like, wow, you know, it's such a good experience for the students. I I want the BYU students to have the same type of opportunities. And so at that time, I I just approached our dean and and she was very supportive. And and the students were very excited uh, to have this opportunity and and so that's how the BYU China Conference was born. We talked to a number of administrative leaders in, in the different colleges, and, and they are all very supportive. They just want to have a dialogue, a place where we can talk about all kinds of issues that relate to China. And uh, we do love the, the way that our students are organizing it. Every year we have uh, presidents or co-presidents uh, by the students, and they select their own uh, team, their own directors, and, and they give insights into you know what type of speakers they want and how they want the, the program to be run. And, and, and then after that, they, they run it. Uh, I love that. And uh, you've had such a wide range of speakers uh, over the years from lawyers and film directors and doctors and artists and I think Disneyland and uh, all, all kinds of <laughs> folks in there. Uh, and as as you mentioned, Peter, the, the real focus being on the dialogue, uh, but that's such a, a crucial part in, in so many aspects of our society, and especially when it comes uh, to a, a place like China, uh, where sometimes that dialogue doesn't happen, or we sort of get to the caricatures between the two countries, or we look at just the political battles or the military battles. Uh, what is it that we should be thinking about maybe a little bit differently when it comes to dialogue with China? The approach that, that we have been using is that we we want to have dialogue, we want to have conversation, we want to highlight things that you know both can can appreciate and and help us to understand each other, because both China and and the United States are, are great countries. Imagine if these two countries get into a conflict, nobody will benefit from it. That the human suffering will be so great. And you know me as a and a Chinese American. I would uh, love to see the two countries having uh, more exchanges, uh, more, more co- cooperations. And so we do have great differences. We, we do have a lot of things that we don't agree on. But besides that, we also have a lot of things that we, we agree on that we can uh, cooperate and uh, we, we can help to, to try to find ways to understand each other. And so uh, what, what I want this event to be is an avenue where uh, these differences of uh, opinions, of insights, uh, the good things that are happening between us, 
and even some of the, the different perspectives can be bring to a front uh, in a way that is respectful and uh, understanding. Uh, uh, we are not a political entity, and so uh, I, I'll be honest with you. You know, some of the very high level, you know, national level or international level type of conflicts, we we feel that uh, it is not very helpful to just keep on. Hitting on the same button of yeah. of irritation to, to each <laughs> other. I'm not saying that you know those issues should not be addressed. They should be addressed. But besides that, you know, we we already see those issues, hear those issues almost every day in the news. That's right. Well, let's find some things that we can also talk about constructively. Oh. And and you know, this is an an avenue that that has been providing that. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, I love that. I think that's so important to keep that in mind that we can we can deal with the differences without being consumed by the differences. And uh, as you said, a lot of those can take place at the high level of of politics and military and all of those. And, and those are important differences. We deal with them. But if we're consumed by them, then we miss out on those opportunities where there is alignment, where there is opportunity for dialogue or even just uh, a better understanding and uh, during the 150th anniversary of the completion of the Transcontinental Railroad, uh, you actually had a very important piece inserted in terms of the role of the Chinese workers that were so vital uh, to that Transcontinental Railroad being completed. Uh, give us just a, a little context to that. The Chinese have been coming to the United States for a very long time. And our first speaker in the events uh, on Saturday will actually talk about the 200 years of exchanges mm. of the two countries. And it will be fascinating, you know, to, to hear him. This is uh, uh, Dr. Kurt Larson, and I have talked with him about this topic. And, and I think that presentation itself will be fascinating. And many people in America don't realize that China actually has a long history and great influence on the United States from each one of the great wars that the United States have been involved in to what you have said about the construction of the Continental Railroad. The Chinese worker took on the most dangerous job. They, they also work, according to some historical records, they work the hardest and they, they were paid the least. Um, mm -hmm. And so they contributed greatly to the completion of that railroad. And after the completion of the railroad, the GDP of the entire United States doubled. Mm. So you, you can see how important yeah. that then was. And unfortunately, you know, after the railroad was completed, the Chinese workers did receive some persecutions. 
because they were so different. Yeah. You know, some people wanted to kick out all the Chinese right. from the United States. There were also other times when the, the United States really wanted Chinese workers to come in and contribute uh, to the economy too. So the two countries' uh, relationship really have a lot of up and downs throughout the centuries. Yeah, and it's such an important uh, dialogue to to keep going that uh, there is this interconnectedness between the two countries, uh, allies uh, many times, uh, competitors in many other spaces, uh, but making sure we're we're understanding the people, the cultures, the the history. Uh, I think is such an important thing, and it's, it's one of the things that I love about the BYU China Conference. And Professor Peter Chan, uh, again, is, uh, adjunct associate professor at the McKay School of Education at BYU. Uh, this is a great conference. This is a crucial conversation to make sure we don't just allow these two nations to become caricatures of each other, uh, which will lead to that ultimate conflict that I think everyone is trying to avoid. So thank you for leading uh, and showing that we can go past the differences uh, and explore the possibilities where we do have common ground and a great deal to learn from one another. Uh, Professor Chan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Uh, so many important things in there uh, that we could unpack, but I, I think the thing that I, I want to really emphasize is that when we when we look beyond just government, whether that's the U.S. government or the Chinese government, whether it's the political parties in the United States or the Chinese Communist uh, political party in in China, or whether it's the military of the U.S. or the military of China, uh, if we get past all of those pieces, uh, so we can just connect with the people and and have that conversation and value the differences, learn from the things that we can learn from one another in that space, uh, it does change everything else. And I, I continue to believe that, yes, we have to deal with the differences, but if we're consumed by those it prevents us from having the better conversation that can lead us to a better place. And in this instance with China, that's a peace, place of peace uh, that is important for all of us. All right, that wraps up hour number one of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We will step aside for some top of the hour news. When we come back in hour number two, we'll dig in a little bit deeper to President Biden's uh, budget proposal and whether it is good policy or good political bait. We'll talk about that coming up next. Stay with us. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on the KSL News Radio app and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news.